You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Pete Weatherburn is here. Okay, let's just get away from things like serious things like water charges and the budget and all that. What are you going to talk about this week, Pete? <laughs> well, interestingly enough, I thought it was worthwhile mentioning the budget. Oh, no, but go on. Sorry to be boring, but I thought it was interesting that um, to talk about or to look at what's happening as far as animal welfare is concerned and government spending and the budget and all that sort of stuff. Because animal welfare is something which a lot of people feel quite passionate about. Um, a lot of people aren't interested in it, actually, but a lot of people do get very concerned about it and they want, to, they want the government to take action. And um, I thought it'd be interesting to see what, what, what happens in the budget as far as that's concerned. And, you know, as a, as a vet uh, and as an advocate for animals, it's something that's really important to me. So, so, what changes so, are, are any, well, or okay. what withdrawals of support? Well, it's 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 hard to get down to the to, to the actual. I'm not sure about the exact precise numbers. What I do know is that the Minister of Agriculture, Simon Coveney, who is the person with the the, the greatest trans- responsibility for animal welfare, he. Um, has put out a video on YouTube, and he, he's he's quite good at the old social media and about using um, um, uh, internet and stuff to communicate with his um, constituents. And um, what he said is that the, the specifically he said that the, we will spend just under five million euro on animal welfare in 2015, which is way beyond what has been spent before. So that's really positive. What I know they've done before is um, every year the government gives out um, grants to animal welfare groups who are dealing with rescued animals. And traditionally it's been in the region of a million euro every year. And that's announced during December. So I'd imagine some of the five million will be going towards that. And maybe it'll be, be a bit higher than it was last year. And I have to say the government has to be applauded for doing that. If you look at other countries, let's say the UK, um, they, they, they wouldn't give anything like that amount of money proportionally to animal rescue groups. So I think Ireland does very, very well in that way. The government recognises that volunteers out there are doing a, a lot for unwanted, neglected animals, and so they support those individuals. And what they've done in recent years, which I think has been really positive as well, is they haven't just given out the money um, if people have just, just ticked a couple of boxes and said, we're an animal rescue group. They've actually um, produced a list of stipulations um, that, that people have to do. They have to come up to the standards, to the right standards, in order to qualify to get the money from the government for animal welfare, for animal rescue. So, uh, and, they, and they have local authority vets who go and check that to make sure that people are doing things properly. So that's the first thing, the, 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 the first bit of the five million, I suppose. But the second bit of the five million, which I know they're going to address, is the whole issue of urban horses. And, um, you know, that's something which we've seen in County Wicklow. I think it was just, it was last Last year, remember there were some horses running free around Wicklow Town and um, they were rounded up and, and taken off and there's a great deal of outcry about it. Um, urban horses are a big problem. Uh, trying to control them um, and trying to make sure that they're properly looked after, it's not easy. Um, so the government is, is, is putting a, a significant amount of money into urban horse projects in the next year. So that's also good news. Right. Um, and the, the, the third thing that I want to say is that um, basically the government don't just 
decide to do this because they think it's a good thing. They do it because they're responding to public pressure. And again, uh, Minister Coveney mentions that in his video where he says that basically we, um, you know, that, that they're responding to, to, to the public and in particular to social media stuff. So people who think sometimes just clicking on petitions and so on is just a, you know, what are they, what are the, what's the word they use for that sort of a, a something warrior? Yeah, yes. a keyboard warrior, you know, yeah. you're not really doing anything. Well, you actually are doing stuff. When you support causes online, uh, when you have... Note is taken. Yeah. Note is taken. And and what Simon Coveney also says is he says, we have ground to make up in a welfare space and we're doing our best to do it from a policy and funding point of view. So I think it's really, really good that the government's doing that and they should be applauded. Right, okay. So you're happy with them? I'm happy. Progress is being made, and more than progress is being made, they're actually saying, we have ground to make up, so they're determined to make more progress. So yeah. animal welfare has been neglected over the years in Ireland, and it's good to see that they're moving things but forward. But why is it so much of it still in the voluntary... It's, it's in the voluntary sec sector, isn't it? it and is, they get the yeah. money, yeah. It is. I mean, it's it's always going to be. There's never going to be, like, we're breathing the, too many. As sure, well, human yeah. hu human social needs are so great. You know, it's it's difficult. The, the human um, social areas are, are starved of, of of personnel and so on. So you're never going to have a state-funded ideal world where every animal gets cherished in just the way it should be by state employees. That's never going to happen. There's always going to have to be a big voluntary input. Unfortunately, there are enough people out there who care enough about animals that they will put their own time into it. But it's great to have government support to at least help them cover the costs okay. to make it possible. All right. Pete Wedderburn, our vet, just one quick question here, can a dog be picky? My dog seems to like one brand of food over another. It's, yeah, it's really, really common. Is it? I guess just like ourselves. You know, some people like coffee, some but people like tea. they're dogs. must be hungry and eat. No. <laughs> well, I, I suppose, do you know what it comes down to? If a dog was hungry enough, it would probably eat anything. And a lot of pet dogs have kind of got pleasantly full tummies quite a lot of the time so they can afford to be picky and and so you know um if, if you have a picky dog and if you, if you took a really stern line and said no doggy you are going to starve until you eat this cheap stuff that i've got from uh whatever uh and i'm not going to feed you until you eat it i think after a few days most dogs would start to eat but that would be pretty mean wouldn't it so most people would take the view of look Choose good quality food for your dog. Yeah, but hold on, you're saying the quality. They might actually <laughs> prefer the junk. You know, junk might be the one they want. You know, they might be there's like... There's a balance like to this. be had between what you might call um, basic necessity and and, okay. and giving but, you a pleasant life. Bottom line too. is dogs can be picky. They can be picky, just like humans, yes. But they can learn uh, to know that the good stuff might come out if they reject the first stuff. They do. They're good at doing <laughs> that. They're good at, good at teaching their owners how to feed All them right. the nice stuff.